grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today is from Ephesians 6, chapter, Be strong in the Lord, in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Dear friends of Christ, you know our country and the world is still dealing with terrorists, and if you've been following all the things happening in Afghanistan, once again we find that the terrorists are hiding. They're cowards, and they hide among the people. Um, and of course, uh, they hide in villages, and they hide in their community, and, and, and they blow up women and children that they hide among. They blend in so that you can't notice them. You can't see the difference between the good people and the terrorists who want to destroy you. Satan is like a terrorist. He blends in. And you can't see him, but he lives in each and every one of us. And he accomplishes his purpose. He disguises himself, the Bible says. He even masquerades as an angel of light. He makes himself look holy and pure and right. And so you may have all kinds of opinions and ideas that aren't based on Scripture, and you think they're holy and good and right, but they very well might be the instrument of Satan, especially if that idea is destructive, because Satan is destructive. Especially if that idea is a lie, because Satan is a liar. The Bible calls him the father of lies, and he has one goal, to relentlessly pursue your soul. His goal is that you will get to experience what it feels like to be in the lake of fire forever and ever. Not, not a pleasant thing. And make no mistake, Satan is very good at his job. He knows what he's doing, and yet people don't take him seriously. Do you understand that in America today, 55% of Americans still believe that Jesus is the Savior of the world. 55%. That's, that's almost half. Of those 55%, Barner Research says 40% of those 55% don't believe that there is a real devil. They don't believe there's an enemy. Another 20% aren't certain. That's 60% of all Christianity that doesn't even believe there's an enemy. Only 26% of Americans believe that Satan is real and the cause of every source of evil. That's astounding. And that's disturbing. And it's dangerous. What it means is that if you're among those people and I'm preaching to you today, it means you're not going to listen to me because you don't believe the danger. And if you don't believe the danger, it's because you don't believe God's Word, because God's Word's pretty clear that Satan is dangerous. Can you imagine ignoring terrorists? What happens when we ignore the terrorists? What happens when terrorists are left unchecked, hidden? doing their death and destruction. Can you imagine what Satan can accomplish hidden in our society today, in our world today? Listen, I don't know what's going on since COVID, but I see a spiritual darkness, not just in the people around us. I see a spiritual darkness in the people of God. 
And if you think that's of God, you need to reconsider. People are quick to get angry. They're quick to divide. This is not of the Holy Spirit. They're quick to judge. Satan is active and alive in our world today, left unchecked. And what does Jesus have to say about people who ignore Satan? You are of your father, the devil. Your will is to do your father's desires. Satan was a murderer from the beginning. He does not stand in the truth because there's no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character because he's a liar. And he's a father of lies. So rather than ignoring the devil, well, let's stand up this morning and fight against him. Jesus has already fought the battle. We've won. But stand up, our text says. Stand up. The Apostle Paul tells us to take up the fight and be strong in the Lord. And the battle's tough. And the people of God will want to give up. Because the foe that's against us is so, seems so much stronger. But Paul writes, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. And so we consider our theme for this morning, standing against Satan's schemes. The devil is certainly powerful. But while he's powerful, he's not all-powerful. You know what that means? He's not God. He's not all-knowing. He's not present everywhere at all times. Satan is not God. And that's a good thing. However, he is a master at deception. And he knows how to manipulate the thoughts and the minds of every person on the face of the planet. No one is immune to Satan's suggestions. Why? Because he uses sinful hearts. He knows how to twist them. He knows how to set traps. So that even Christians fall into the trap of Satan. And if you think I'm overstating the case, then I want you to consider Luke chapter 4, when Jesus went into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, and how difficult that was with Jesus, the Son of God, as he faced the devil. Because the devil comes and he says, turn these stones into bread. You need to satisfy your hunger. The Lord God, your heavenly Father, would never have you be hungry. That would not be his desire. And in order to defend that, Jesus had to, had to quote Scripture. He had to use the Bible as his weapon. And he says, man does not live by bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It's tough to fight against Satan. Why? Because Satan is smart. And Satan uses knowledge. He uses science to spread his lies. He uses information. And sometimes that information is truthful. But then he takes that truthful knowledge, that truthful science, that truthful information, and he twists it so that it's no longer the truth. Don't underestimate what the devil can do to you. Listen, the devil has all kinds of information on you. Do you realize that? He's been watching you from the day you were born. They keep a record of everything you do. Every weakness you have. They know it. And Satan has files and files and files on you. 
Harold Linzel, in his book, The Devil, the World, and His Flesh, has these chilling words to say about Satan. Wherever there is mischief afoot, Satan is sure to be involved. He's the one who precipitates wars. He's the one who encourages people in their lust and causes them to question the Word of God and tells them that they can play with sin and win. He stands by every drunkard's side. He peers out of every window of the house of prostitution. He watches over the shoulder of every thief. He feeds into the mouth of every blasphemer who uses God's name in vain. He controls the mind and the thoughts of every pornographer. He sits at the statement in the chancelleries of the world as they decide the destiny of the nations. And he attends the meetings of the United Nations. He laughs silently beside the graves of his victims. And he claps his hands with glee when people slide into eternity without the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Such evil is chilling. And that's why the Apostle Paul says our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Our struggle is against rulers and authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. You can't see Satan. You can't see his demons, but they are there. However, if you refuse to believe that they're harmful and dangerous, then you don't need to listen to my sermon this morning. But if you do believe that Satan is real, that his demons are out there to get you, powerful and dangerous, then perhaps listening to God's Word this morning will help us. Why? Because Paul gives us practical help in dealing with the devil. And what does the Lord say about how we should deal with the devil? He wants you to put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you've done everything, to stand. Have you seen our soldiers in Afghanistan as they're trying to get out safely? You know, have you noticed what they wear, the protection they wear? They've got bulletproof vests. They've got helmets of armor. The Apostle Paul uses that image for us. The outfit of a soldier who's going to do battle with an enemy who wants to destroy them. Put on the whole armor of God, Paul says. Be strong in the Lord and stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. The Roman soldier had a belt, and the belt held together all the armor. The belt also protected the abdomen area from any swords or arrows of the enemy. The belt of truth. If you're going to defeat an enemy, you have to know his lies. If you're going to understand a lie, you have to know the truth. And you can't know the truth or is it not Christian Education Sunday, and you can't know the truth if you don't take time to open up that Scripture and to learn it. You become a moving target for Satan to trick and to deceive you if you aren't well informed. So the first article of defense is the belt of truth. And we wrap it around ourselves. Put it on. Stand against Satan's schemes. Paul says, be strong in the Lord. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Every Roman soldier had a a breastplate to deflect the 
weapons of the enemy. Uh, It protected the heart, it protected the lungs, it protected all the vital organs. And as a believer in Christ, you have a breastplate of righteousness. The thing that protects you from Satan is you're holy and perfect. As a believer in God, you are set free from your sin. The breastplate of Christ's righteousness. You're holy because he's holy. And you've got this breastplate of righteousness in your baptism. And Paul talks about that. All of you who have been baptized into Christ's name have clothed yourself with Christ and you're covered with Christ's righteousness. Now, I'm able to say, you are able to say now that you're baptized, I'm baptized. I have the breastplate of righteousness. The devil can't touch my heart. Because my sins have all been cleansed and forgiven, I am protected from the satanic foe. Satan uses lies. He uses sin and death as his weapon. However, sin, death are not effective on the children, child of God. Because our sins are forgiven, and we will die but live eternally. Because we put on Christ. So put on the whole armor of God and stand against the schemes of the devil. Paul says, be strong in the Lord. Put on your shoes that are ready to share the good news of the gospel of peace. You know, Roman soldiers would put on shoes. They'd walk for miles. They'd walk for miles and miles. They had to have good shoes so they could be swift in battle. Well, according to Paul, you have powerful shoes. The gospel of peace. And you know where you stand in your relationship with God. You know that Jesus has stood between you and God as a mediator. And that through Christ, all your sins are, you are presented to God through Jesus being perfect. And again, your feet lead the charge. You know who you are. You know where you're going. You know what you're supposed to do. Represent Christ in the world. And so your feet proclaim this truth and they lead you into the truth, into this battle into, into, uh, uh, with our friends and with our families and with the world around us to proclaim that peace. Put on the whole armor of God. Stand against Satan's schemes. And Paul says, be strong in the Lord. Put on the shield, put on the shield take the shield of faith which you can extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. Roman soldiers, they had a shield, not just a breastplate, but a shield to ward off all the weapons of the enemy. Faith, faith is our shield. Matter of fact, our our church is built on Ephesians chapter 6. Did you know that? That's the theme of our architectural building. And guess what this big thing out front is with the cross? You know what that is? That's a shield of faith. The shield of faith that wards off all of the fiery arrows of Satan and all his lies. It provides protection for us from the weapons of Satan. And Luther wrote about about it in his hymn. Devils all the world should fill, all eager to devour us. We tremble not, we fear no ill, they shall not overpower us. The world's prince may still scowl fierce as he will. He can harm us none, he's judged, the deed is done. One little word can fell him. Put on the whole armor of God and stand against Satan's schemes. Paul says, be strong in the Lord. Put on the helmet of salvation. 
Again, Roman soldiers wore protection on their head as well. Roman soldiers wore a helmet. And of course, that helmet of salvation. You have a helmet that protects you from your mind being taken over by the devil. It's the helmet of salvation. And we talk about how it it helps us conquer sin and death. In the hymn, For All the Saints, it says it beautifully. And when the fight is fierce, when the warfare is long, steals on the ear the distant triumph song, our hearts are brave again and arms are strong. Alleluia, alleluia. Put on the armor of God. Stand against Satan and his schemes. Paul says, be strong in the Lord. And take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. You know, you have another powerful weapon. The sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. And it's Christian Education Sunday, and we're going to take the Word of God, we're going to place it into parents' hands, and we're going to say, you parents share this Word with your kids. And that Bible goes to their children, and then the parents put it on a shelf, and it's, it's this memorial of, of when, we, when the church was so generous that we gave them a Bible to use when they were three years old. It's the sword of the Spirit. It's the Word of God. To be opened, to be taught to our children. So that our children can grow in faith and they can teach their children and their children's children. And today so many people aren't willing to teach their children about the faith anymore. They don't get them to Sunday school. They don't open up their Bibles. They don't bring them to midweek. We've got a Christian school. We've got a Christian preschool. Our teachers help. Our teachers help remarkably to teach the kids at school about Jesus. God's Word, the sword of the Spirit, it's not just used defensively so that that you can fight off the enemy. The sword of the Spirit is used offensively so that we can tell other people about Jesus, so that we can bring other people to Christ, so that we continue to proclaim what Jesus has done, to stand against temptation when people are getting hurt. Put on the whole armor of God, stand against Satan's schemes. And finally, Paul says, in every situation, pray in the Holy Spirit. Put on the whole armor of God. You have a great belt. You have great shoes. You have great armor, a great chest protector. You have a great shield of faith. You have a great sword. You have a great prayer life, an opportunity for prayer. And you have a great Savior who loves you. The devil doesn't stand a chance. Be strong in the Lord. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.